You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow travel fan. Rob and Carrie Stewart here from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio in St. Petersburg, Florida. Welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is episode number 90. Original air date, June 29th, 2021. And it's official. Cruising from the U.S. is back. And our friend Dave is actually on a celebrity cruise this week. And from what he's been posting, it looks like he's having a blast. I think it's perfect timing as we are also getting ready for our first cruise since the shutdown. I cannot believe we've not been on a cruise in over a year and a half. I know. That's so not us. So cruising is back with one big difference. If you're going to cruise from the U.S. or one of the U.S. ports, you need to be vaccinated on most cruise lines. I say most because Royal Caribbean is allowing non-vaccinated guests to cruise, but with some restrictions that will definitely affect your experience. Yeah, and the restrictions they are kind of make me say, I wouldn't go if I were you. That's a big no, thank you. So I want to make a quick public service announcement regarding this. It's kind of like a light version of what I do over on the Disney Travel Secret Show, and that is Rob's Rant, but again, a light version. Just because we don't like a particular policy that a company makes or a vendor or travel partner, it doesn't mean we don't like their product. Royal Caribbean has a fantastic product, and I'm not going to get into the legality of requiring a vaccine, like segregating those guests to only be allowed in certain areas and masks required. I am literally amazed that they chose that route. Either everyone gets the vax, like on Norwegian, or no one does. Treating people differently is a very bad business decision. And to make it worse, if you can't prove you had the jab, you have to pay for your own COVID tests on board at $136 per person. That is $680 for a family of five. And that's just crazy. That is crazy. And imagine if you did test positive and then they say, well, let's do another test. So they may have to pay that not just once, but multiple times. Again, they have just started cruising from the US. And I just think because it's such an unknown procedure right now, that if you aren't vaccinated or you have small kids that can't get vaccinated and you still want to go on a cruise, I would wait till they shake all this stuff out because I don't think it's going to go over very well long term. I agree. And we love that our cruise from Greece does not require the vaccine. So my thoughts are if you are fully vaccinated and want to cruise out of the U.S., you have some amazing options this summer. And it's also good timing for some of our agents who are fully vaccinated. Some of them are going on the first Alaska cruise in August. They'll be sailing on Norwegian Encore from Seattle with just one port stop. That's in Ketchikan, Alaska, because Norwegian, they're kind of doing like a little mini shakedown cruise. It does sound fun. And we're not saying people should not get vaccinated. That's a personal choice. That is your choice. When so many people on TV, politicians, athletes, public figures are saying, oh, no, no, you have to get it. Or if you're being incentivized to do it by some kind of a lottery system where you might get money. To me, that's creepy. It just it doesn't feel right. It was nice for Norwegian to invite some of our crazy magic vacation agents, though. Um, We actually were going to be on a different cruise at that time, the nine night sailing on the maiden voyage of the World Navigator with Atlas Ocean Voyages. But it is fun to know that a group of our agents will also be back sailing in about a month. I mean, that's the best way to get to know a product is to actually go and do it. And that leads us to this week's main topic, how to prepare for your next trip. 
We're at Disney later this week to experience the return of fireworks at Magic Kingdom and the nighttime show Epcot Forever, which we did have a chance to see last year before the shutdown. And because we go to Disney so often, we really don't need to prepare for that trip. But I know clients, when they are preparing for their Disney trip, they are preparing. That's part of the fun. I guarantee we have clients right now that are traveling this fall and they're already halfway packed. Yeah, they really are. (laughs) (laughs) But we do have to be more prepared for our cruise that we're doing in about a month. And so we've never flown to Greece. And our only experience there was the day trip in Corfu when we were cruising on Royal Clipper, which is part of the Star Clippers fleet. Yeah, and that was almost six years ago, which I can't believe it's been that long because it really doesn't seem like it was six years ago. That's what a really cool trip like this does to you. It makes it seem like it wasn't that far away, but it was, you know, six years. (laughs) So luckily on that day in Corfu, we didn't need to make any plans. Our cruise director, Lydia, took great care of us and showed us how to travel like a local. Yeah, we had an amazing hilltop lunch at a restaurant overlooking the beautiful waters. And off in the distance, we could see our ship. And again, this was just because she knew where to go. She did the research for us. And from that distance, our ship looked tiny. This was not a little drive around the block. We drove around the whole island to get to where we were for lunch and still incredible views. And I still remember that meal. We were the only people there for the most part. The family was like being very nice to us and bringing us out a whole bunch. We had like one of everything. It was crazy. But after lunch, uh, Lydia drove us around the island and we even stopped at this lady's house and bought bottles of wine that she was selling from her front porch. I mean, just sitting there, clear bottles, no labels. I don't think we could do that in the U.S. No, I'm pretty sure we could not. (laughs) We also stopped at a hillside bar that was right on the water, and Lydia and our friend Carlos went swimming. We did not. (laughs) Yeah, and then our final stop was getting an authentic gyro, which was kind of at the equivalent of a fast food place, but it was amazing. Planning for a trip, especially somewhere you've never been, is a big part of the fun. If your day is dragging on at work, you're you know mad at your boss for whatever reason, just think about your next trip. And one of the things that makes our next trip so exciting over there is that as of two weeks ago, we were not sure if it was going to happen. Yeah, and I do like this part of our job being travel advisors is working with our clients before their trip to get them prepared because there is so much excitement And of course, there's the dreaming about the places that you're going to see, the foods you're going to try, the tours you're going to do, you know, all those things people say, oh, well, if you're over, if you're ever over in this place, make sure you go here or there. And it really doesn't matter if it's a trip to Disney or a cruise. The planning part, when done right, can actually really make your vacation a lot more enjoyable. Our tip here is just don't over plan because you're going to want to immerse yourself and just maybe kind of get lost in a city, not terribly lost, but just kind of wander and experience it again, like a local instead of a tourist. So we're very excited for this cruise with Atlas Ocean Voyages. And one reason is we're going places that are new to us. We're doing six different port stops in Greece alone, none of which we've ever been to. And then we're doing an overnight stay in Alexandria, Egypt, another first for us and another continent to check off the list. And it all starts with the amazing city of Athens. Plus, we are going to get there two days before the cruise starts to get some video footage for Atlas. And yeah, these other port stops are pretty cool. And I will say a couple of them that I had to practice pronouncing. (laughs) Starting with the first one, which is Nafplion, N-A-F-P-L-I-O-N, Nafplion. And then Hydra, Patmos, Mykonos, Santorini, and finally Heraklion. And it's super rare that it's a nine-night cruise, and it still only has one sea day. And that's a lot more typical, though, when cruising the Med as you are traveling along the coast. Those Mediterranean cruises, they're actually pretty cool because you do 
a lot of stops. And speaking of that cruise, when we had gone to Greece, that was a 10-night cruise with only one sea day. So again, very typical for that area. Another bucket list destination is Egypt and the pyramids. We cannot wait to share this trip with you. Make sure you're following Travel Talk Weekly on Instagram and Facebook. We will be sharing lots of information. So how do you get ready for a trip to a place that you've never been to before? And what do you really need to do to prepare in advance? Well, one of the first things is to decide first what type of vacation that this is going to be. Is this going to be a couple's trip and you want to do some romantic things? Or in our case, it's kind of a combo work slash vacation trip for this particular cruise. But know what your overall objective is. If you're going on a honeymoon, you're going to want to do some really different things than if you were going on a multi-gen. So what type of trip is it? If you're visiting a place you've never been to before, a great way to better get to know that destination is to read a book about that place. If you love books like we do, those are always a good way to get to know a place you've never been before. If it's Europe, you can't go wrong with any books by Rick Steves. Frommers is another good option. And if you don't want to bring a book with you, get a digital edition like ones for Kindle. I know that right now I'm looking at a few different books on Greece. And to save space and weight, I'll definitely be getting a Kindle version for sure because you want to bring that information with you. Absolutely. Another great thing you can do to prep for a trip to a location that you've never been to before is to watch some of the TV shows about the destination. And for Europe, we kind of like some of the old timey. They're actually called travel talks. We do love old timey. We do. And they're really actually great for cities in Europe because, you know, those those big touristy spots you're going to visit, they really haven't changed over the years. And I like them because you learn about the history of the cities you're visiting in advance, and it really makes you appreciate them a little more on the trip. I think the more that we travel, the more we like to know a little bit of the background of these destinations before we get there. You can also watch movies or TV shows that were filmed in that destination. For Greece, I know there are some fun episodes from the show Below Deck Mediterranean that made stops in some of the cities that we're going to visit. Yeah, that's always kind of fun. And if you are looking for some food inspiration, TV shows are a great resource for that. Like Stanley Tucci's show Searching for Italy, where he went to all these really cool places for food. And you learned a little bit about the history of the different types of foods in Italy. So I know when we go back to Italy next time, some of those are now on my list. One thing I like to do is I like to go on Instagram when it comes to restaurant recommendations, because you can get very current recommendations, not ones that were filmed, you know, five years ago, and you don't know if that restaurant's still there. And we know people love to take photos of their food. So all you have to do is just search a hashtag for a city, and you're going to see a ton of options, and you'll be able to see when they actually were there. And like you just mentioned, you know, Stanley Tucci's Searching for Italy. He has Italian heritage, speaks the language, so I don't think he needed to search for it. He knew where it was. On any trip nowadays, Everyone's going to be taking pictures, whether it's with a camera or from the camera on their phone. People get videos. They go live on Facebook and Instagram. And for our Atlas trip, I think we looked a little bit harder at the equipment we'd be taking with us. When we were shooting for our TV show, we had a lot of equipment. And at the time, we were pretty proud of how compact we were, but we still traveled with three or four cameras. Yes. So one of the things we did for this trip was to get a lightweight carbon fiber tripod. Because the last time we filmed abroad, we were using a very sturdy but heavy Manfrotto tripod. And it was not fun to lug that thing all over Italy. But it was very important because it had a nice fluid head. 
And it made some nice shots for our show. And so does our new carbon fiber one. <laughs> they just make things lighter now. I know. And we are borrowing a very small camera that we've wanted to try out for a while. And we're borrowing this from one of our friends who was also our director of photography on a few of our shoots. I'm, I'm excited about this, but it kind of is a test. As a matter of fact, we're testing it this week at Disney to make sure we know how it works when we travel on the cruise. And that is the DJI Pocket 2. The smallest Steadicam I've ever seen. It shoots in 4K, and when we tested it last week at an event, it was pretty cool. And it's so small that, like its name, you really can put this in your pocket. And it's going to work very, very well when doing video tours of the ship. I'm excited about that. But that's the important point, though. If you are bringing any equipment, whether it's new or old, make sure you know how to use it. That's part of your preparation. Now, for longer trips, like the one coming up, you don't want to be hauling a lot of that heavy gear, although we're still going to bring our go-to Nikon D750 with the 24-70 f2.8 Pro lens. And our Sony video camera that we used on our shoots that allows us to hook up two wireless microphones so both of us can be on camera together and capture the audio. And, of course, we will bring our GoPro. So, okay, we're still taking a lot of cameras. Our rule, though, is the best camera to have is the one you're going to have with you. And be smart about what you plan to film. Part of your planning should be, what is my end goal with all these photos and videos I'm going to be taking? And then make your shot list for each city. And you could keep that just electronically on your phone, and then you can kind of check things off, because that way you will be able to come back and actually create whatever that final product is. I know a lot of people like to do travel vlogs now when they're going on trips because the video editing software is so easy and it's on your phones, it's on your computers. And so that's just something to think about. I know one thing that happens a lot to us, we, and so I'm sure it happens to a lot of other people. We get so excited taking pictures of everything that sometimes we forget to take pictures of us. Yeah, that is true. So you need to put those on your shot list. And you and I do that now. It's you think it's important. obvious, but no. Yeah. Make Make sure we get a, a shot of us on the ship here, on the ship here, at the pyramids here. Make sure you are in those shots. So when planning for a place you've never been, a really important part of that is knowing what is the weather going to be like. And for August, Greece seems to be very close to Florida weather with high temps around 90 and lows in the low 70s. Yeah, so with weather like that, we're very prepared when it comes to that type of a clothing. This part of packing is always the struggle is real for us. We are not good packers because we like to kind of have a lot of options when it comes to clothing. Do not get caught in that trap. Make sure you have comfortable shoes and more than one pair. And on a cruise, we will almost always be wearing flip-flops. Will you need a light jacket if you plan to be on the deck at night when it gets a little cooler? Are there any formal occasions? What about swimming? Do you want swim shoes? Are you going to a beach? An umbrella and a rain jacket is also highly recommended. And something we have not used in a long time, and I would say this goes back to our honeymoon in Italy, is a money belt. And that was our first trip to Europe again back in 09. And I think having that money belt gave us a little more sense of security. Right. <laughs> I doubt we're going to use one on the next trip. But, you know, if you're brand new and if it makes you feel better, knock yourself out. And it's also important to know for your trip if there are any local customs and dress codes, especially if you're going to be visiting any religious sites. You mean like the Vatican? Like the Vatican. Yeah. They have certain dress requirements there, I learned. I remember we were doing a tour of that and your shoulders were uncovered. Nope. I got them covered. Yep, they gave you a scarf. Yes. That was that was interesting. Don't expect to have people give you stuff when that happens. We were actually going to film and do some, some stuff on video. And so our tour guide said, nope, I got it covered. And what did he give you? Two scarves. Yeah, two scarves. Your skirt was too short and yep. your shoulders were yep. out for everyone to see. Oh, no. <laughs> and if you really want to get fancy, there's actually an app called Stylebook. 
You can go to stylebookapp.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. And you can create your clothing packing list on there. That's for you big time planners. If you mess up this next tip, then your whole vacation, it won't even matter. And that is make sure that your passport is good for at least six months past your travel date. So we got ours renewed in 2018. And so we're good until 2028. Wow, 2028. I I don't even (laughs) want to think about that year yet. (laughs) And right now, it is taking a very long time for passports. Whether you're doing a new application or a renewal, even the expedited ones are taking 12 weeks. So take action now if your passport expires, I would say within the next year, even if you don't have a trip planned for 2022, it's better to just get that in process. We also recommend you make a digital copy of your passport. Just in case it gets lost or stolen, you at least have something to reference. Now, when it comes to traveling internationally, we get this question a lot is, can I use my cell phone over there? You definitely want to see if you even have service included with your cell phone carrier for those destinations. And if not, how much would it be? And since we're cruising on a brand new ship, we know it will have strong internet and Wi-Fi. All the new ships are making sure they have great Wi-Fi. Why? So you can brag about them on social media. But also with a lot of services, you can make Wi-Fi calls, even through like Facebook and things like that. So so if your plan is very expensive to use in other countries, make sure you have some kind of an app or system where you can do Wi-Fi calling. Yeah, and some of us actually have to get some work done. And there actually are more families that are getting, they've mastered this whole remote working and learning thing. So they're doing more trips that are going to be abroad. And so that internet, understanding what it is, the worst thing would be having a kid who didn't really understand the plan and racks up a huge bill over in Europe using the data on his cell phone. If you plan on using your credit cards, make sure you notify your credit card company. Also, have at least some cash in the form of local currency. We happen to know for Greece, they're part of the European Union, so they do use the euro. We also recommend that you use a credit card that will not have any foreign transaction fees. Those are typically about 3%. So for every $1,000 that you put on your credit card, it will cost you 30 bucks. That's just wasted money. There are plenty of cards that don't charge a fee. Just make sure you know if yours does. Another one of our tips is if you're in a foreign country and they offer to convert to U.S. dollars or charge in the local currency, always go with the local currency. The vendors sometimes just make up their own conversion rates. I know, and which it's is crazy. It happens. If you're traveling to Europe, they do use a different type of electrical outlet, and that's a two-prong outlet. So make sure you have at least one U.S.-type adapter. And this is, I'd say, more common in the hotels over there. Most cruise lines will have both because they know they're going to be cruising all over the world, and so they'll have both in the room. Yeah, and depending upon where you're staying, like over in Europe, you're not going to be able to find those nice USB ports like we get over at Disney. These are old hotels. And so you definitely do not want to forget an adapter. It's way cheaper to get it before you go as opposed to showing up and needing it. So basically, you want to make sure you have a US type adapter so you can plug in your charger to charge your USB devices. That is correct. That's a three-step process. (laughs) Now, when you are planning your days, also have a plan of how you're going to get around. Are you going to be using taxis? Do you need tickets for the train? Are you going to do rideshare type stuff? This is where working with a travel advisor is super handy because they can help make all those plans for you so you know exactly how you're getting from point A to point B and you don't find yourself in a situation where you're like, did that cab driver just overcharge me? Something that isn't mandatory but always a good idea is to learn as much of the language as you can beforehand. If not, at least understand how the Translate apps work. So we use Duolingo to learn Italian. The iPhones have a Translate app 
built in. At the very least, learn wherever you go, how do you say, do you speak English in their native language? With the Translate apps now, I mean, you can actually put it in there and play it. So for example, in Italian, if you wanted to say, do you speak English and you're not familiar, you can pull up your little app and then there's this little play button. Parla inglese. Parla inglese. And don't worry if you can't say that with an Italian accent. <laughs> yeah, I think that they would be fine with that. Now, what is it in Greek? Milas Anglica. Milas Anglica. It also helps if the language you're speaking uses the regular alphabet and not these crazy <laughs> drawings that I don't know what it is. Also, one thing very important, and we've talked about this on last week's episode, is part of your planning should be your trip insurance, making sure you're buying it with enough coverage for the destination that you're going to, and that you're buying the right type of policy for what you will need. Because every destination is a little bit different. And as we wrap up this show, make sure you share your travel plans with friends and or family members. It's always good for someone to know your plans in case something happens, which is also why you're traveling abroad. You fill out the emergency contact information, but also let people know. Yeah. And if you do put somebody down as your emergency contact, let them know. That's kind of important. So where is your next trip going to be? Start the planning now. It's so much fun. And if you need some travel inspiration ideas for your next vacation, talk to your Creating Magic Vacations travel advisor and they can give you some great ideas. And of course, if we can help you, head on over to creatingmagicvacations.com and just click on plan your trip. Thanks for listening. If you have a destination you'd like us to feature on an upcoming show, please reach out to us on social media and let us know. Remember, the world is a book, and those that don't travel only turn a page. Let's start turning some pages together. And get you back to the vacation. <laughs>